Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now, you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour. All right, news roundup, information overload hour on this Friday, 800-941-SEAN, our number. We'll get to your calls coming up straight ahead. Uh, we have more follow through after, you know, Mayor Pothole Pete finally made his way to East Palestine in Ohio uh, yesterday. And he was confronted uh, by many people on the ground. Uh, probably the dumbest thing that I saw is him wearing his dress shoes. Uh, I don't know. I've been on too many construction sites in my life to know that eh, you probably want to put on your boots if you even have a pair. But I guess he probably doesn't have one. Anyway, here's uh, him being confronted. Uh, the American public doesn't seem to be very confident in your ability to do your job. Will you be resigning anytime soon? Yeah, I'm not here for politics. I'm here to make sure the community can get what they need. Will you apologize? Just, sorry, I, I want to be you apologize for the response? And, um, for the slow response, taking your probably time? one of the big things. Do you see the residents What's that? say you're too little too late? Uh, well, uh, I say that we're with residents right now. And, Mr. Secretary. Uh, we're going to be here before, as we were in the first hour. You know, what I tried to do was balance two things. My desire to be involved and engaged and on the ground, which is uh, uh, how I am uh, generally wired to act, and my desire to follow the norm of transportation secretaries. Follow the norm doesn't mean when you have a controlled chemical burn that's, that's resulting in dead fish, dead animals, and and people with health conditions uh, following the norm doesn't mean you stay away for three weeks. Uh, Michael Barish is with us, and he's with uh, Barish and McCary, representing more than 35,000 9-11 responders and survivors. Uh, we've talked at length about the long-term health problems of people that were down at ground zero. I remember myself being down there broadcasting in the days after 9-11, and I could tell you for days and days and probably weeks, I don't recall, 
Uh, I remember this ash flying all over like it was snowing outside. Uh, but unfortunately, those people that were at ground zero and trying to do the rescue and recovery effort uh, ended up getting a lot of health problems. Uh, Michael, welcome to the program. Thanks for being with us. Sean, thanks for having me. But I got to tell you, it wasn't just the first responders who have had health problems. It was the 300,000 office workers, the 50,000 students and teachers, and the many downtown residents, thousands of them, who were assured by the EPA. Remember when Christine Todd Whitman assured us the air is safe to breathe? I do remember that. But I can tell you from my own experience, Michael, I remember when I went down there to broadcast uh, I knew damn well it wasn't safe for me to be there in terms of my lungs and my health, et cetera. But I, I made a decision. My decision was I have a job to do and I'm going to do it. But, you know, those people that were telling uh, people in New York and New Jersey that were down at ground zero, lived down there, that it was safe. I, I mean, just it's it was snowing ash. You can't tell me inhaling, you know, ash is good for your lungs. It's not. I know. Listen, my office is two blocks away at uh, on Park Place, and when we heard Todd Whitman say the air is safe to breathe, we thought we were doing our duty as Americans, and we came back, even though those buildings were on fire for 99 days. And when I heard last, you know, two weeks ago, the EPA say the air is safe, shivers went down my spine. What a deja vu, as Yogi Berra would say, all over again, because... People have to know this is not safe for them to be in this area because there's the water has been infected, there's stuff in the air, and the scientists, and I don't trust the EPA, excuse me, but I didn't... Uh, By the way, I don't trust them either, and I don't believe a word they're saying. Right. You know, so I represented Detective James Zedroga, for whom Congress named uh, the Zedroga Health and Compensation Act. They created the Free World Trade Center Health Program, which is what I'd like to see happen here, by the way, and the Victim Compensation Fund. When they did the autopsy of Jimmy Zedroga in 2006, he died of pulmonary fibrosis at the age of 34. They found ground glass in his lungs, which obviously we're not going to find here ever. But they also found chromium, lead, benzene. These are all known carcinogens after being assured the air is safe. And by the way, yes, Sean, you made a decision to do your job like I made a decision to do my job and be a lawyer. Um, but, you know, the kids at Stuyvesant High School, at the other 20 schools in lower Manhattan, they just did what their parents told them to do. You know, we have to stop just believing politicians. We have to stop believing the EPA administrators who, frankly, aren't scientists. We should leave it up to the scientists here because I fear we're going to see an explosion. Yeah, but the, when you say scientists, you got to be a little more specific than that because the government has their scientists that have a political agenda. I'm talking about objective scientists. Did you see the video of Senator J.D. Vance and he went to where some of the, the, the fish had died in a stream and he just took a stick and he kind of shook the water a little bit and up come, percolating up comes this like what looked like an oil slick, a slime, right? Clearly from the chemicals that had been dispersed into the air and clearly had impacted that stream. Look, we learned from the, if we learn nothing else from the World Trade Center, we now know that 9-11 didn't end on 9-11. And after this chemical spill out in Ohio, 
it didn't end because the EPA said the air is now safe, the water safe to drink. It made me sick to watch that photo op of the politicians drinking water. Let me tell you something. I wouldn't let anybody, let alone a child, drink the water in Ohio. And you know that that smoke flew all the way over Pennsylvania into western New York. We need to have independent scientists, not who work for the government, not who work for the railroad. And not who work, frankly, for the law firms that have been like flooding this area to sign up cases. Right. Need, and that's why I encourage Congress. So I, I ask you this because families now are, they're facing a really tough dilemma. Uh, Two thirds of Americans leading up to this because of the Biden economic and energy policies are living paycheck to paycheck. Many are tapping into their pensions because they can't make ends meet. Many are going, you know, paying things on their credit card and, and building up credit card debt. And so now they're stuck with this position. They're being told that it's safe and they know deep in their heart that it probably isn't. And many are headed home because they don't have a plan B. They can't afford a plan B, uh, which means that they've got to go back to the neighborhood, back to the home. And that means the air is what it really is and the water is what it really is and the danger is what it really is. And they don't know. But yet they're being told with certainty that it's safe. And I don't believe it. I don't believe it either. The government should do the right thing. The federal government, the Ohio government, create these camps. Uh, with tents, let the Red Cross spearhead this and get them out of Dodge so that they can, we can bring in independent people who we trust because we know in five or 10 or 15 years, look, it took NIOSH 10 years before the 68 cancers now linked to the World Trade Center toxins were considered presumed linked to exposure to the World Trade Center dust. That's probably how long it'll take. But we know that blood cancers, the latency period of blood cancers is only eight months. You have to protect yourselves, protect your families. I know, I, listen, my heart breaks for these people who don't have the money. And let's keep politics out of it, Sean. I know you've got a political show and you're trying to, you know, hit the government. I'm being fair and straight here when I say... I'm, wait a minute, I'm not playing politics, but there, but there are people that are supposed to be in charge here. And and the person that's the president is Joe Biden, and Joe Biden decided to go to Kiev and not to East Palestine. The Pete, Pete Buttigieg waited weeks, uh, and now we have people in the government, Joe's government, telling us it's safe. Sorry, but that's political because they, they, they're the ones right now that have the power that are telling the people of East Palestine something that I don't believe is true. You know what? Great conversation we're having. With all due respect to Buttigieg and Biden, they aren't scientists. There's nothing that they could do helpful at this point. There'll be plenty of time for blame. You're, you're wrong. They, what they should be doing is saying exactly what you're saying. Bring in independent scientists and make a determination, a full determination, what water's safe, what water's not safe. Is any water safe? Is the air safe? Is it secure? Is it livable? Uh, what are the possible long-term impacts if you go back too early? Uh, they should be, they should be the ones already planning, uh, to build the, the tent cities or, you know, alternate locations where people can live in the interim until things are better for them to go back to their homes. So it does have to do with politics. The people in power have an obligation to do their freaking job. 
Sadly, the people in power today didn't learn the lessons of Bush and Christine Todd Whitman. All they wanted to do was assure Americans that everything's safe, go back to work, go back to school, reopen Wall Street. They treat us like children. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, show a little respect for Americans and tell us. Just show the people of East Palestine that it's safe. Give us a determination. Is it safe? Is it not safe? Is the water safe to drink or is it not safe to drink? If it's not safe to drink, is the air safe enough to breathe? Because you can bring in water. You can, you know, from other places they we can get water for them to drink. We can we can find alternatives. You can't find an alternative for the air that you breathe. And that's why you have to stay out of the area, a 10-mile radius, I would suggest, until independent, not working for the railroad, not working for the EPA, come in and assure us. And until then, do what you can. Call your friends, call your neighbors and say, can I stay with you until this is clear? You and I are on the same page here. I'm just saying it doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. This air was... No, what matters is that the people in power now happen to be Democrat, and I'm demanding that they do the very things you're saying. Right. And they didn't learn the lessons of Bush from 21 years ago. And that's what's so scary to me. I don't remember the was it Christy Todd Whitman at the EPA that said the air was safe. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, I do remember that. And I do remember not believing it then. Well, you were smarter because but look, you were still down there, but you made an educated choice. And I hope you. No, I, 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 it was snowing dust and debris. I mean, snowing. Yeah. I mean, I was in an upper floor uh, overlooking uh you know, ground zero, and it was snowing on the upper floor. What was it snowing? It wasn't snow. It was dust and debris that was floating. And I don't know how many weeks that went on, but it was happening every day that I was down there. Yeah, the buildings were on fire for 99 days, and the cleanup took eight months. I only had a small office of 15 people at the time. My secretary, Liana, died of breast cancer. My paralegal, Dennis, died of kidney cancer, both at the age of 47. I'm a prostate cancer survivor. My secretary, Barbara, has lymphoma. I mean, a small office, half the people have cancer or who have died. I, not a day goes by, Sean, without two of my 9-11 clocks. Well, let me ask you a question. Why did you stay? Because I was doing my duty that the president at the time, President Bush, said, come back to work. Let's show our enemies we're resilient and we are strong. And I believed the EPA when they said it was safe, even though the buildings were on fire. Quick break. More with Michael Barish on the other side. Then we'll get to your calls uh, this Friday. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program as we continue. Uncovering evil and defending the truth. You're on the Sean Hannity Show. All right, discussing the fallout environmentally in East Palestine with Michael Barish. He's with Barish and McCary, represented 35,000 9-11 first responders and survivors. Now, there was a way to have workers at the site working, but that would have required top sophisticated uh, respiratory equipment for anybody that went down there. They didn't do that either. Look, I could tell you I made a mistake once when I was a kid. I used to spray paint my own cars, and I once used one of those those horrific white masks instead of a real respirator, and I used a paint called Imeron, and I painted an, an old black van that I had, and my lungs burned for like three months afterwards because of the chemical reaction of the paint. I should not have been painting with that inferior mask that I was using. 
I once had a, a shot of my lungs, and they said, you have scarring on your lungs. I'm like, yeah, it probably happened when I painted that truck. Yeah, but look how cool you look driving that cool that truck down the neighborhood. But you asked me why. But that truck, by the way, had a real gloss to it with gold with little gold um, sparkles inside it. It was an awesome looking truck. Oh, you must have been the most popular kid in your neighborhood. But listen, those fires were burning so hot. Remember the gasoline from the jet fuel kept them going. These guys couldn't wear respirators down at Ground Zero. That's what the, I represent over 10,000 firefighters. They tell me they could not communicate wearing their masks. They couldn't breathe. So they, they took the risk because they were looking for their buddies at first. No, I admire all of them. And I know that what you're talking about is real. But if it wasn't efficient then, they sh were smart enough. We send people to the moon and back. Uh, we could have developed something that would have been safe. And they should have made that determination. And they should have thought about the long-term health effects. And now that we learn from that mistake, let's not make the same mistake again. That's my argument. Yeah, and I accept your argument, but we already have made the mistake. There's already been the exposure. There's been a lot of exposure. I agree. I'm, I'm worried about the people in East Palestine. But let's keep the politicians out and get the independent scientists in. I think I do. I agree with you completely. I don't want to hear from Pete Buttigieg. He's not a scientist. He's an idiot. All the, with all due respect to President Trump, who signed the Zadroga bill and for whom I am forever grateful, we don't know him coming in either. He's just in for a photo op. Let's admit it. No, he wasn't in for a photo op. He brought attention to what's going on there. So he brought water with him. And he is bringing the attention so that we do get it right. And if he were president, I doubt he would have gone to Ukraine. I think he would have gone to East Palestine. Well, that's another subject. I'm a no, it's not another subject. That's a subject for right now. And I'm telling you, there's a big difference between Trump and Biden. Huge. There was a plenty of time for Biden to go, and he dropped the ball by not going. But I Correct. him going to Ukraine. I really do. Okay, but he made the wrong choice. It should be America first. He can do both. You can choose. It should be America first. You can do both. America first. We agree. We agree. Thank you. You finally are getting some common sense. We appreciate you being with us. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. Exposing government waste and abuse of your liberties every day. Sean Hannity is on right now. I right, 25 now to the top of the hour. Get to your calls in a minute here. 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, if you are one of the owners of a timeshare, you know how difficult it is to even get a booking option because you're now discovering uh, that your timeshare is now available to the public. Now, couple that with the fact that so many timeshare owners are really upset their yearly dues have nearly doubled during this maintenance fee season, and that's now been happening for years. Now, for well over a decade, our friends at LoneStarTransfer.com, a family-owned company, they have been helping thousands and thousands of owners legally, permanently get out of their never-ending timeshare fees. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, over 900 five-star testimonials, and their clients know that Lone Star Transfer is the only company they can trust, the only one I trust, and they guarantee at LoneStarTransfer.com the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing in a specific time frame. Get out of this timeshare. Stop paying all this money. Do yourself a favor. Call my friends. They'll give you a free no-obligation consultation. 833-594-0075. 833-594-0075. Online, it's LoneStarTransfer.com. All right, before we hit the phones, you know, I'm, I'm looking again and I'm like, 
I just can't believe there's like a never ending amount of money. Biden goes to Ukraine, offers another half a billion dollars. Well, as I told President Zelensky when we spoke in uh, Kiev yesterday, uh, I can proudly say that our support for Ukraine remains unwavering. And as I told uh, my Russian counterpart, not well, it's a while now, I said, you're seeking the, uh, the, um, the finalization of NATO. You're going to get the NATOization of Finland. And uh, it turns out I didn't know Sweden was coming along as well. <laughs> Uh, now the U.S. is committing another two billion dollars in drone and drones and ammunition aid to Ukraine. That, that brings us to like one hundred and twenty billion dollars. But yet Joe Biden continues to veto any Western European country from giving Ukraine the fighter jets that they would need to fully and and to get on an equal playing field and battle Vladimir Putin, who has free reign of Ukrainian skies. It's unbelievable to me. And meanwhile, Europe has only put in about $30 billion, $5 billion from Germany, $5 billion from the Great Britain. Uh, this is in their backyard. This is in our backyard. And now we have Putin threatening to even go into other countries. What is Joe going to do then? Probably nothing. What's Joe, Joe going to do when Taiwan uh, is invaded by uh, China? Probably nothing. You know, here's Janet Yellen. You know, saying our support for Ukraine is lasting and unconditional, and they're going to send them another $10 billion over the next nine months. Let me make clear the United States um, and the allies, uh, our support for Ukraine will be lasting and is unconditional. We stand with Ukraine and want to support Ukraine. Of course, there's the immediate need for military equipment, um, and we've responded positively to uh, many of the requests that Ukraine has made for advanced military equipment that should give them an edge. Um, in addition to that, they need ongoing economic support. Um, we've already provided $13 billion in support, and there's an additional $10 billion that we expect to provide over the next nine months. And then to add insult to injury, Tony Blinken, you know, says that he defends depleting our weapons stockpiles in this very uncertain time to support Ukraine. No, we cannot give up. Like, for example, we shouldn't be selling our strategic petroleum reserves, but Joe Biden is doing that, and he's importing 3 million barrels of oil now a day from Venezuela. Now he's going to prop up Venezuela's economy so they can be another well-funded enemy of the United States. It's insane. Here's Blinken. Um, we're providing weapons as well. We are. Um, and forgive me if this is a question that should be self-understood, but does that mean that... Um, that uh, puts us in a position of a disadvantage. Do we have enough weapons for ourselves to protect and serve this country? David Martin reported just last night that we have uh, low stockpiles in some key areas, and if there were a conflict, we'd run out of, for example, uh, air to ship missiles very quickly. So I can tell you that the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Mark yeah. Milley, are extremely vigilant about making sure that whatever happens, we always have what we need to defend ourselves uh, wherever, it's, wherever it's needed. Okay. Uh, at the same time, of course, uh, these uh, weapons have uh, had a real effect on Russia's military. Mm. Russia's got about 80% of its ground forces committed to Ukraine. They are taking terrible losses, terrible losses in, in personnel, public accounts, 200,000 
uh, killed or wounded, and then their own tanks, their own weaponry is uh, being destroyed by the Ukrainians. Unbelievable. Let's get to our busy phones. All right, let's say hi to Jay is in Texas. Jay, hey, hey, how are you? Happy Friday. Glad you called. The reason that I called, Sean, was I, I wanted to talk about the grand jury process and how flawed I believe it is. And, and some of the reasons that I feel that way are, well, first of all, they pack a room with 100 people and then they say count from one to, to 100. Anybody with an even number? Okay, y'all can go home. Then anybody left, there's 50 left. And then they say, let's do that again. And then everybody with an odd number, y'all can go home. So we're left with 25 people, okay? And then the guy comes in and he tells everybody just how just how easy it is and that all you got to do is, is let's cover this docket. We've got 30 cases on the docket today. And if we get through them all, you get to go home early. And, you know, I'm going to hearken back to your description about the ice cream parties that uh, that the prosecuting attorneys. Well, remember, the, the, this grand jury was convened for some nine months. Who has nine months of their life to give up to a grand jury? The rest of us have to work. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was in, this is down in McAllen, Texas. Okay. And, it, and, and we had about 30 cases on the docket that day and he kept harping on the faster we get these true bills out of here, the faster we can go. So if you're, if you're a person who's indicted or, or who has to go before a grand jury to see whether you're going to be indicted or not, it, it, it's horrible. I mean, you're probably going to get indicted because if you can fog a mirror, you can get on a grand jury. Okay. I mean, there's no, they don't interview you. They don't talk to you. At least when I did it, they didn't. Okay. I don't know what the problem. Well, you've heard the saying, you can indict a ham sandwich, right? Exactly. Yes. And, and truthfully, truthfully, the, the, the system is grotesquely flawed, Sean. It needs to be completely revamped. They need to vet the jurors. Okay. They need to interview jurors, find out if they're going to be. I can tell you one way to, that if you want to get out of jury duty and you work for me, when they ask you what you do for a living, everybody on my TV or or radio staff that's ever been called to jury duty, uh, I work on the Sean Hannity show or I work on Hannity, the TV show on Fox, uh, you're dismissed instantly. Instant dismissal. That is not true. Is- I, I think they liked me a lot more. Did you get picked? I just I just feel like I just feel like that if you get selected to be on a grand jury, you need to go in there with a John Desai because they are so so motivated in convincing and coaching you to give them true bills rather than a no bill. You know the difference. Okay. A true bill means you're indicted. A no bill means you're not. Okay. And so I don't know if it's just the grand jury I was on or I probably would imagine that it is. But, but here you're an educated person. There are many people that don't know. They're only getting the prosecution side of the argument. They're not getting they're not hearing anything from the defense. And that, to me, is fundamentally unfair. Now, think about this. Anybody that has ever worked for me that got jury duty, got called for jury duty and they go in at some point, they ask what you do for a living. And everybody that has ever said I work for Sean Hannity has been dismissed instantaneously. They they never pick for a jury. Why do you think that is? Well, yeah, because it's, it's, it's biased, but without going into specifics, okay, without naming names or, or, or anything, one of the cases that they brought before us, okay, this is how flimsy the evidence was. The guy got caught with a few kilos of cocaine in his trunk. Go figure in McAllen, Texas, okay? <laughs> anyway, 
he got caught with a few kilos of cocaine in the trunk of his car. And they started telling me, I, I started asking, well, why did you pull the guy over in the first place? Because I believe in people are, they have rights, okay? And, and, and there's certain things. Well, they said, they said he looked in his rearview mirror too many times while I was following him. I said, excuse me? I uh, raised my hand again. I'm the thorn in their side. They hate me already because they know that they screwed up and they should have they should have kicked me off the jury quick, fast, and in a hurry. But they didn't. They selected me, and I got there. And so I asked I asked the uh, witness that they brought before us. I said, "Well, what made you think that he that he was hauling dope? I mean, was was there dope falling out of the back of the car? In other words, was there a, a reasonable cause to believe that something nefarious was going down? That's what you're asking. A very good question. Yeah, and here was his answer. Here was his answer. While I was following him, he looked suspicious. I, okay, let me ask a little deeper. Why did he look suspicious? Well, he kept looking in his rearview mirror repeatedly. Well, by the way, if I have a cop following me and I'm driving, I usually will check the rearview mirror more than usual. Well, I stayed on that guy's case until finally... Enough of the jurors around me started going, yeah, yeah, you know what, yeah. They got out of their stupid little box where they were told to just say yes, okay? Just say true, Bill, and we'll be done with this. So what did you do in the end? And so and so, I finally, a few of the people started kind of going, you know what, man, he's got a point there, you know? So that guy got no bills, and he had he got caught with kilos of coke in his trunk. Did it, should, he have gone, should he have gone to court? Probably. But you know what? You're innocent until proven guilty in this country, and you have rights. And and I don't like the rubber stamp mentality that has befallen all of our court systems now. Nowadays, it, it used to be that you were innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable shadow of a doubt. And now, it, it's almost like it's a foregone conclusion. You're going down if we say so, because we're the government, and we're authoritarian, and you're the peon, and, and you're going down, and your rights devil may care. You know, so Listen, you're describing the reality of what the process is, and the process is beyond flawed. Um, and and here you are, you're trying to be diligent and thorough and get to the bottom of why you should vote to indict somebody, uh, which changes the trajectory of their lives. In this case, it sounds a little bit like a slam dunk, but you are asking a pertinent question. You know, what what was your reasonable cause for pulling this guy over. That is a legitimate legal uh, question. And if they didn't have a real reason to pull him over, uh, then you have to question, you know, police tactics at that point. But anyway, I, I Jay, I think you, you shined a light on something people need to know. I appreciate you being there, my friend. Uh, Leslie is in Ohio this Friday. Leslie, how are you? Glad you called. Not too bad. How are you? Good. What's going on? Um, I just called in. I wanted to thank you for all of your truth and um, you telling it like it is and explaining things to us that the people that are in charge are supposed to be telling us the truth, but they're not. Um, example, COVID. Um, you've never sugarcoated COVID. You um, have told what should have been said to the American people. It was never explained to us the way it should have been, but you always tell you know, what you know, who you know it from, you bring in experts to know what they're talking about, and you're always truthful. And Well, I appreciate your kind words. I will tell you, there was a lot of pressure, Leslie, brought on this show and my TV show for me to tell people what to do. And I, can I, imagine. I refused to do it 
and and I, in retrospect, I am so grateful that I, I allowed my common sense to guide me and didn't give in to the pressure. Uh, but there was a lot of pressure being brought to bear on me to tell people, oh, you got to get the shot. And I'm like, I, I don't believe that's the case. I don't think everybody should. And I, I put on doctors that had varying opinions. And I would always say to people that you've got to do your own research. You've got to look at your own medical history, your current medical condition. Um, and you've got to look at the research involving the emergency use authorization of these of of these vaccines we had the guy that created the mrna technology uh, dr robert malone on the program uh we had people that believed in therapeutics uh on the program if you had covid what were your options available and i didn't tell people what to do i just told people they were available the one therapeutic that i i seemed to believe the most in was monoclonal antibodies and i said to ask your doctor if you got a positive covid test to ask your doctor if you're eligible and it would be something that they would recommend then you get to decide with your doctor but um i try to do exactly what you're you're describing and i appreciate that you noticed that we're trying and uh you know some people still got mad at me no matter what i did here anyway unfortunately i'm just out of time uh leslie we appreciate your kind words thanks for being there by the way if you want to be a part of the tv show studio audience uh, you can join us next week, any day. It's simple. Just go to Hannity.com, sign up. We'd love to have you. Maybe if you're in the New York, New Jersey, Long Island area, you're welcome to come. If you are coming to New York from out of state, just go to Hannity.com, find out how to, you can get free tickets. They're absolutely free. And, uh, we'd love to see you. And we have a great time behind the scenes when nobody's watching. Anyway, that's, uh, just go to Hannity.com, free tickets to the Hannity TV show. All right, so every one of you listening to my voice in your garage, in your attic, in closets, in, you know, basement somewhere, you have old family photos. You have old home videos. Uh, they're all slowly, sadly, they are fading away and breaking down because of dampness in the garage, heat in your attic, whatever it happens to be. Now, you can preserve all of these incredible family memories for generations to come, thanks to our friends at Legacy Box. Uh, there's been millions of people and families that have trusted Legacy Box, and they permanently digitize your memories, meaning your great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren will know what you look like. Anyway, so if you're storing all of this great media, all these family memories somewhere where it's deteriorating, now is the time to gather them all together, put them in your legacy box, and they will be preserved forever. And for a limited time, when you go to LegacyBox.com slash Hannity, you'll save 50% off. That's a great deal. Anyway, LegacyBox.com slash Hannity, 50% off. Preserve those family memories for generations to come. Broadcasting coast to coast, border to border, and all over America. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Uh, crime out of control, all because of Biden, no bail. 
defund, dismantle insanity. And, of course, George Soros back to attorney generals. There's a big fight in Missouri we'll tell you about. Also, Newt Gingrich is on tonight. LJ went to Palestine, talked to the people there. We'll get an update from him. Uh, we have Steve Miller, Ari Fleischer, Piers Morgan. We got a great, great, great American panel, live Hannity show, 9 Eastern on the Fox News channel. By the way, if you want to be a part of one of our shows next week, it's absolutely free. You sign up at Hannity.com to get your free tickets. All right, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for being with us. Uh, set your DVR. We'll see you tonight at 9, back here on Monday. Have a great weekend. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And for a limited time, get more fun for less with the Michigan Bundle for just $49.99. Exclusive to Michigan residents only. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.